a young American billionaire and an unfortunate but young and handsome English aristocrat. You will notice that this story has much in common with the previous episode. Same city, same business, marriage, divorce, big orders placed at Boucheron. But it has a twist. Stay tuned. You're listening to For Better and For Worse, a podcast dedicated to the most unexpected and thrilling wedding stories. You are about to discover another wedding story which has, once again, nothing to do with romance. Today we are going to talk about Consuelo Vanderbilt and the ninth Duke of Marlborough, Child Richard John Spencer Churchill. Let's step back 125 years. On the 6th of November 1895, a few months after Anna Gould's wedding, huge crowds gathered outside St. Thomas Episcopal Church on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. They had come to witness the arrival of the bride and groom at the latest celebrity wedding. Consuelo Vanderbilt young, beautiful, and one of the wealthiest young women in the United States at the time, and Charles Richard John Spencer Churchill, the ninth Duke of Marlborough, and the most eligible bachelor in Great Britain. Consuelo and her father arrived late for the ceremony. It was obvious that the bride had been crying. In New York papers, cartoons depicted Consuelo kneeling next to the Duke in her wedding gown with her hands handcuffed behind her back. She was also attached to a chain held by her mother. Let's step back a few years. Consuelo was the eldest child of William Kissam Vanderbilt, a New York railroad millionaire and his first wife, Alva, a snobbish and formidable woman. Their only daughter was renowned for her beauty. She had an oval face, a long slender neck, huge dark eyes with curling eyelashes, and a perfect slim figure. She was educated entirely at home by tutors and learned foreign languages at an early age. However, she was overly dominated by her mother. In her autobiography, Consuelo described how she was forced to wear a steel rod which ran down her spine and was fastened to her waist and her shoulders in order to improve her posture. Consuelo's marriage to the Duke was arranged by her socially ambitious mother, who had long hoped to secure an aristocratic match for her daughter. No candidate had yet been selected until the Vanderbilt visited Lord and Lady Landstone in Calcutta in late 1893, Lady Landstone being the Duke of Marlborough's aunt. On their way back from India in the spring of 1894, the Vanderbilts broke their journey in Paris. 
Here, Consuelo made her European debut at a ball held by the Duke and Duchess of Gramont. In the space of less than a month, Consuelo received five marriage proposals from as many European gentlemen. But her mother stuck to her first choice, Charles Spencer Churchill, the young Duke of Marlborough, disregarding the fact that he and Consuelo did not show any interest in each other. The Duke possessed a legendary title and owned Blenheim Palace, Britain's largest private mansion, with 500 rooms and 60 servants, servants who would soon welcome and grow generally fond of their new mistress. The Duke was almost bankrupt and was in desperate need of a wealthy wife. Consuelo fit the bill. For five months, Alva imprisoned her daughter, assigning servants to guard her until the day of her wedding. After their wedding in 1895 and their so-called honeymoon on a cruise, Consuelo received a lot of gifts, many from Boucheron. You may be wondering why Boucheron and not other jewellers. Well, Boucheron had exhibited at the World's Fair in Philadelphia in 1876 and won the Grand Prix, the top prize ahead of the gold, silver and copper medals. So he had become one of the preferred jewellers of American high society for whom he created exceptional jewellery. Admiring his creativity and savoir-faire, prestigious families chose Maison Boucheron to prepare their wedding baskets. At that time, a young lady from a wealthy family who was about to get married would receive gifts from her fiancé, her family and her relatives, including jewellery. The wedding basket generally contained a ring, a pearl necklace, a brooch and a tiara. By the end of the 19th century, you see, tiaras were no longer only worn by queens and princesses. And speaking of tiaras, Consuelo was given not just one, but four of them. One was a feather aigrette with diamonds set on springs. Another one, probably the most famous one, was set with almost 400 carats of diamonds and can be easily recognised on many archive photos with its central old-cut pear-shaped diamond weighing 23 carats. Consuelo also received a pearl and diamond coronet set with 32 round and drop-shaped pearls. And last but not least, she was often seen wearing a tiara with a fleur-de-lis diamond motif which her father had bought her in 1890. Her basket also contained an emerald and ruby ring described in the archives as extra, meaning it was of very high quality. Its price was 80,000 francs. Some other small gifts were also added, such as an onyx and rose diamond perfume bottle in the shape of a cat, an ivory and enameled inkwell, a pair of gold and ivory binoculars, and a black and white ostrich feather fan with diamonds, perfect for a night at the theatre. Her husband gave her a huge 17-piece silver gilt toiletry set. The most remarkable items in the set were a massive 15-kilo mirror and a pair of three-branch candelabras. Consuelo loved pearls. She received two necklaces of note from her beloved father. The first one was made of 34 pearls and had belonged to Empress Eugénie and then La Paiva, before being acquired by Frédéric Boucheron. 
Boucheron added his personal touch to this necklace by placing a thin round faceted diamond slice between each pearl for a total cost of 15,000 francs. The final selling price of 550,000 francs should remind you of another pearl necklace, the Caslan one. Rest assured, however, that this time Mr. Vanderbilt paid for the necklace without delay. The second pearl necklace of note came from a Russian collection. Consuelo received a sautoir of 178 pearls, another one of 49 pearls, and an 11-row pearl chocker. The Duchess of Marlborough regularly visited her favourite jeweller in Place Vendôme. In September 1904, she ordered an impressive diamond and ruby riviere of 43 round diamonds for more than 100 carats in total and five large rubies equaling 31 carats. From 1906, she and her husband lived almost entirely separate lives. To the relief of both, they divorced in 1921 when Consuelo found true love by marrying Jacques Balzan, a French aircraft pilot and hero from World War I. Consuelo lived in style, grace and in pearls until she passed in 1964. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this true Boucheron story and we look forward to releasing a new episode about the most unexpected and thrilling wedding stories.